Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bear Reviews. Howdy ho, everyone. Hi. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. And we're here on Bear Reviews again. You know, on a wonderful Tip Tuesday. It is a fabulous, wonderful, amazing Tip Tuesday. And um, what are we talking about today, Chris? We are talking about strategies... Of investment. For, okay, I was going to say for investing. For Same investing. Thing. All right, whatever yeah. you want to say. You know what I mean? Schnaw mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, before you begin investing, you have to understand how much money you got. How what? much money you got? A lot. Oh, I can't Maybe sing Maybe you that. don't got a lot. Maybe you don't. You know? Got to know what you got. You got to understand what your uh, current situation is. Yeah. And then you got to understand... What are your goals? Exactly. Also, you got to know, how much do you spend on like the basic necessities and uh, how much you're paying off on debts and stuff like that? Very important before you start. Exactly. And, you know, once you figure all this out, you got to identify what your risk tolerance is. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the most important part to figuring out what kind of investor you're going to be. Yeah. Usually, if you're young, you're uh, more tolerant to risk. You'll be willing to take on more risk. Well, yeah, you've more time to get that money yeah. back. And you know, if you're like closer to retirement or retired, your risk tolerance is going to be a lot lower. Yeah, I mean, more risk usually, most of the time, means higher reward. But I mean, there's also that huge risk for a downfall. So, so it's about balancing your portfolio. Exactly. So, <laughs> all right, strategy number one, value investing. Oh, yeah. So, if you're in value, if you are a value investor, you're looking for those bargain stocks. What do I mean by bargain stocks? I mean undervalued. So, you kind of look for these stocks after your fundamental analysis, and you say their, their price does not really show the actual value like intrinsic value that you came up with yeah yeah so i mean it is so important to really analyze the stock before you go into this kind of thing um make sure there's no reasons why get it get the whole scope and then you make your move yeah so you buy it undervalued all right and then you can either hold it for a long time till the value goes up to where you believe it should be, and then if you th- if you find that it's overvalued, yeah, sell it. Yeah. All right, and then go find another undervalued stock. Cut those losses, baby. Or fund, and you know, make some more money. It's true. You got this. All right. So, this uh, stock is usually undervalued based on how you are valuing it, how the analysts are valuing it. Yeah. All right, and if you are able to find stocks like this that are undervalued, it's pretty much like you know it's going to go up, or yeah. you should have a good idea that it's going to go up. Yeah, you predict it will. All right, so obviously none of this is like 
uh, necessarily given. It's not like you're going to make money on this. Yeah, yeah. But the whole idea is that if you are able to, you know, find an investment that should uh, go up in the near future or longer, buy it and hold on to it and wait till it goes up. Yeah, and I mean, the whole okay. Look at Warren Buffett, right? He he is such an example of an investor, and he finds these. He he is actually a value investor. Um, he does all of his homework, reads up on every single stock. And he really looks at every single little aspect to find the intrinsic value of the stock. So, stay in for the long run. Because value investing is really designed around that you should buy that you should buy businesses and not just trade stocks. Exactly. You're buying the company and you should be able to, you know, you would want to, if like the stock was to be worth nothing, you would still be like, all right, it's all right, I own this company. Yeah. You know, that's what when you're buying a stock, you're buying a piece of that ownership. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's what you gotta think about when you're doing this. You gotta be able to be like, all right, I like this company enough that I'll be willing to own it partially, um, even if the stock goes up or da- down for the next few years or something. I believe that will eventually go up, and you gotta consider the big picture. Yeah. All right. Often, a lot of people will get scared when they see their portfolio down a lot. But this is when you have to, like, you know, just stay committed. You know, you don't have to sink more money into it if you're worried about it. But if you are a risk-tolerant person, yeah, you probably would. And, I mean, do your homework. That's probably the most important thing about um, value investing. Do your homework. Make sure everything's right. Um, and you should get a pretty accurate prediction. Yeah, a key ratio to use here is the, the price-earnings ratio or the P-E ratio as uh, many know. And this is like a quick, you know, identification tool, I would say. Yeah. To find undervalued or cheap stocks. And, you know, a lower P-E ratio signifies that you're paying less per dollar of earnings mm-hmm. when um, compared to a higher P-E ratio, basically. And so a value investor seeks companies with a lower P.E. ratio, all right, because you're paying less uh, the price, you're paying less price per every earning, dollar of earnings, all right? And obviously, you know, buying it for less means you can sell it for high. Exactly. You, you're expecting high. it to go up. All comes all back right. to that. So strategy number two is growth investing. Growth investing. So growth investing is... You know, you're not really looking for these bargain stocks. You know, you just want this stock with a huge upside potential um, when it comes to, like, the future of the stock's earnings. These are often, like, your tech stocks. Yeah. Um, you know, like Twitter, Snapchat, I mean, yeah, exactly. Facebook. These were all growth investments. And, you know, you could still consider some of them a growth investment. Um even though now they're starting to like kind of plateau a little bit. Yeah. But they started out as a growth investment. All right. You're seeing, you're buying a company that you believe will 100 times, 200 times, 300 times its value. It's insane. All right. It's the next big thing. I mean, it's really just looking forward to the future. But a huge question that uh, was out there is does growth investing really work? 
And I mean, compared to the other strategy we had, value investing, um, over like a long stretch of time, value investing actually outperforms growth investing. But that doesn't mean like growth investing is just thrown out the window. It just means that you know growth strategies tend to like. What it am I trying to more say? risky. I feel like it is you know, more risky. Yeah. You're you're evaluating what the stocks like current health is and like if it has the potential to grow like I was saying 100-200% over the coming years it might not be right away like 10 years down the line and also like stuff changes all the time so if you see this huge potential then another company comes out with like a robot that replaces that entire potential you you saw your growth is gone you're kind of screwed and I mean doesn't necessarily mean that that company is going to drop right away but you should probably get out of there and know what you know what is happening in the world especially when you have these huge uh yeah growth stocks so like the last like 20 years these growth stocks have been dominating over others and mostly because they have the highest potential all these new tech companies and stuff had the highest potential to grow the most yeah while these other value stocks maybe like a Walgreens is undervalued or something like that that's been around for a long time you're not expecting it to you know yeah triple its change yeah its price or whatever change overnight yeah. its value so that's something like you need to be when you're a growth investor you need to like really consider everything in the company inc- including like management uh, because those are the people that are running your company that's growing yeah. and having good management is an important part of growth because it's really a difficult thing to do to grow your company that far. I mean, a lot of times you look at like the stories in the news and sometimes you'll hear like Tesla, like head Tesla, some board member, something. It's just really awful. And you know, then you look at the stock price, it dips. I mean, it's just like having good management and looking at the little nitty gritty stuff when you're looking for a growth stock can really help because they'll get a good reputation if they can keep like out of the bad news and stuff like that yeah and this is really important for all stocks not just growth that's true you want to do your research all right um so growth stocks you know you can see them as a phenomenon really but a lot of them will die out and then a new one will will replace it that's true. So this is one that, like, you're not expecting to hold it for your entire life, most likely. You know, like, like I was saying, 10 years, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's, like, and even what I was saying earlier, like, over the long term, value investing is the way to go. But this, you still can find so much money from this, so much potential. Yeah. Um, A lot of these companies are also riddled with debt because they're using this debt to grow. Yeah. All right they'll be taking on a lot of debt to grow as fast as they can. And that's and, very risky for them. Like, what if this... Yeah, and that's why they have such a high chance of going under. Yeah. Or losing a lot of their value. That's true. All right. So we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back at you. And we're back, everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty hyped to be back, everyone. That break was a little extra long. It made me feel kind of sad. But you we're know, back. You missed our uh, wonderful speaking of investing strategies. And we were just yodeling for a little bit, too. 
which is kind of weird, but... Yeah, it's alright, though. You guys I missed mean, it. It happens. Maybe we'll, like, Instagram it one day, uh, us yodeling. And you got, if you guys want to see that, let us know. Yeah, we'd yodel. love to uh, yodel for you guys one day. Alright, so we're back on um, strategy number three. Number trace. And Chris, what is strategy number three? Number three is momentum investing. Oh, yeah? And so pretty much momentum investors, they like to ride the wave, you know? Shaka, bro. Yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. They like to ride that wave and, up and down. You know, they, they think that, like, the winners are going to keep on winning and losers will keep on losing. And so they're really, like, looking at the technicals of it. They're doing technical analysis like we've talked about before. Yes. And, you know, they're going to see, oh, this stock's on an uptrend. I believe they'll keep going up. Or this stock's a loser. I might shoot, short sell it or something like that. Um, so I know we haven't gotten into options or anything like that. So Options are big on this. It's very technical. Um, you're basically, there's so many different things. We'll, we'll definitely go more on to it. That, yeah. That's definitely going to be a blog post, too, where we'll be able to uh, dissect it a little more. Definitely. But So the momentum investors are using these technical analysis to see what the data is telling them, and they're looking for the patterns, like we've talked about before, with like the stock prices, and this really guides their purchasing decisions. That's true. So, as the case with so many other investing styles, momentum investing doesn't always work the way you would think it does because obviously, if you think a stock's just gonna keep going up because it's on the uptrend, you're gonna eventually lose. And it's also a way of just like looking at a stock and saying, oh, it trades sideways. I mean, obviously, you're just looking at a chart. Um, it might be true over this long period of time, but what if there's a new technology that, that just came out allowing this company to improve greatly and their stock is about to shoot right up? And I mean, Or bad news breaks. Or bad news. Yeah, exactly. It's it, That's why fundamental analysis, like, it's more the price of the stock, the current price of the stock. It's more based on the, like the, what the public knows about the stock rather than just like, numbers and stuff because those numbers are generated from obviously what the public knows and stuff like that so it's very important to know both technical and fundamental analysis but technical is more for momentum traders for that reason because you know you're looking at the very specifics you're saying if I see this 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 might be a little signal that this is either going to go up or down or however you're looking at more nitty gritty stuff yeah and you might not and this isn't like an approach you're going to be holding for months and months. Yeah, right. yeah, this is this is more short. on the short term. And if this is your strategy, you're going to have to pay attention to the markets a lot more frequently. Yeah. And understand the trends a lot more to be able to profit from this, all right? So, like we're saying bad news can uh, drop an asset's price. So, I mean, if you are anticipating bad news or Bad news drop, but no one's really the market hasn't seemed to uh, react react to it. Maybe you'll end up short selling it, or if good news happens, you know you buy it up. I mean, and short selling yeah. short selling is very risky. I would personally not recommend you guys get into it until you. Uh, you have to have experience. Yeah, I and mean, understand to do it. It just comes with like limitless downside, like risk associated with it. 
So, I mean, but back on the momentum trading, it may be super, super duper profitable because you you're, you might be able to risk very little and get like 10, 20 times your investment just off of this slight little news. And if you if you're on top of it, this is a great way to make some money. Yeah. So you definitely have to be quick and pay attention. Are the main points for momentum. Uh, trading strategy. All right. Yeah. So, so strong. What? So strong. <laughs> oh yeah. What is strategy oh, yeah, numero quattro? That's number four for all you illiterates out there. Illiterates. Um, so strategy number four is probably I think Chris's favorite strategy. It would be one of my favorite strategies. Um. So that's dollar cost averaging. Yes. All right. And I'll I'll give a little definition so it's kind of like the practice of you know making your regular investments over time yeah so say you want to invest twelve hundred dollars into said stock yes all right there's four quarters in the year so you take four quarters of twelve hundred so you invest three hundred dollars every quarter for the year in said stock yeah. Now, I mean, the yeah. price will be up sometimes when you're buying it. The price will be down sometimes when you're buying it. But eventually it averages out in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what even, do you guys say? An even more effective way of doing this is finding the period that works for you. The investing period, that means. So either that's quarterly, uh, monthly. But no matter where you do it, you know, you want to make sure you're staying consistent with it. So a lot, what a lot of people do is they'll just say, Oh, I'll just invest a hundred dollars a month. Cause did you use the example twelve hundred? I did. So, a hundred dollars a month over an, an entire year going to this stock. Um, it's it's really it's a great way to go to minimize like your losses, and I mean you're really just finding the average of the market. I mean, I would say this is great when you're first getting started. As a good strategy, because this is make you put your money in, yeah, to the market, and that's probably one of the biggest things is just getting in and getting started. So, like, say you just put in a mutual fund or an ETF every month, a hundred bucks or something like that, you'll start to see gains over and over again, and it'll just be following the market up and down, but it'll average out, all right. And this is one way that you can really grow your account, and not just only like your uh, accumulation capital gains but also just in your principal that you're putting in yeah and I mean it, yeah it really just keeps you committed and reduce reduces risk so I mean this is more of a over over your time of working and you're like hey I have this goal of putting away this much money and you stick you stick to it yeah it's a lot easier to put a little bit away every month then put a big chunk yeah, big away yeah. like every year or something like that yeah like not everyone has 1200 bucks just laying around to put a put into the stock market every year but if you're putting like a hundred bucks a month like we said yeah every month in you'll start to see it grow exponentially and then you'll also eventually accumulate a decent amount of assets and another thing is so Say you just invest like a lump sum. So what? Say that stock is at it's like very peak, and you just invest that lump sum. 
right right on the first day. So it will start to go down over time. You'll be like, oh no, what the heck? All right, say you put a hundred dollars a day. Put in a hundred dollars, starts to go down. Hundred dollars. It kind of it kind of evens it out. That's why it's called dollar cost averaging. You're averaging out. Uh, averaging out the stock. Yeah, and this also, you know, kind of removes the, the human emotion from it because you see, like he was saying, you start at the top maybe, maybe every month you buy at the top of the market. Yeah. But the top of the market keeps moving up and up and up or something like that. And then maybe one month you buy it below where it was last month. Yeah. You know, it all averages out. Yeah. And over the long run, all right, this is a long-term investment, you'll, you'll see gains, Yeah. all right? This is not something that you're going to see right away. If you do one month of this, your account may be down. But if you do two months of it, it will average out, and maybe you're even now or something like that. You know, it just, it all depends on the actual periods that you're doing. Now, I don't think you guys should do daily Nah, I yeah. think that's just ridiculous. That is, yeah, it's a little too much. Because you're you're buying at such a close time like interval. Close, yeah, yeah, I guess close time interval. So the price really doesn't change that much to average it out. Well, it, it would still average out, but it depends. Also, depends what time of day you'd be buying it too. Because if you're just buying it market open every single day, you know what I mean. Well, um, yeah, it, it so, can change. I mean, you can always just set set something up to do every month or quarterly or six months all right every other week just get started it's yeah. the most important thing here all right and i mean another one more thing so if you invest that lump sum you start to see it going down you're gonna be very discouraged you're gonna be like oh no shoot dang it my money's disappearing but if you do this dollar cross averaging you know over time you'll start to see okay I may have, I may have lost this little bit of money. Boom! It's starting to to lessen. Then you know over time, you'll make that make that bread, make that dough. All right. So, those are four pretty common strategies of investing in the stock market. All right. Yeah. And once you've picked the strategy, there's one thing that you really have to do. Make that bread. You have to stick with it. Yeah, like we were saying in all of these, you know, it really, um, not everything's gonna work right away. Things um, will come together over time. You'll see what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right in this strategy, but that's just how you tailor it to you, and then you have to keep with it. All yeah. right. I mean, it's different for everyone. I mean, definitely the biggest thing, figuring out your risk tolerance, because if you're more if you're more of a risky person and you have the time for it, I would 100% say check out like technical analysis and day momentum. trading, yeah, momentum day trading, analysis. swing trading, and try to really figure out these little nitty gritty things because there's so much potential to make money off of these little signals and stuff like that if you're good at it. But if it's not for you, a little more laid back, diversify. Exactly. You know, the market gives you a pretty good return every year. And you really don't even have to do much. Just throw yeah. your money in there. Well, uh, do your research. Well, you got to do research, yeah. But, you know, I mean, get started. You could just get a total stock market fund. You could. 
All right. So obviously, you know, we're not investment professionals. Yeah. So don't sue us. Definitely go talk to your uh, financial expert or advisor. Or advisor, you know, and or your dad, your mom. Yeah. Go talk to someone and figure out the best way for you to invest. Yeah. Best friend, cousin named Tony. The best thing you can do is get started. All right. Exactly. So, all y'all, get out there, get started. It's a roller coaster, so you gotta leave your emotions at the door. All right. Investments go up, they go down, they go sideways. And when you take, when you're losing money, you gotta just keep keep hanging in there. Most of the time. Most of the time, and you know, stay with it because most of the time it bounces back up. If you did your fundamental analysis right. Yeah, most of the time the company, if it's a solid company, does not go underground, and it will go back up, and you will make your money back, and oftentimes make more. Figure it out, man. All right, so that's all for us today. Go check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere, anywhere. Blog will be coming out. Um, I think this week. Yeah, this week. Hopefully. I mean, we're going to try. We're working our butts off to get this thing out to you. Yeah. Night and day, all right? right. So, um, that's all about investment strategies, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.